Welcome back. Let me try that again. Hello. Let me try that again. Are you on? Hello. I, is I this thing on? 190 episodes. I forgot to turn the microphone on. It's only your 12th time you've ever had to do that. That's okay. I don't even know why you turn it off. I don't even turn it off. You don't? No. Oh, just let it pick up all the advanced. noises all the time. Hi. Do you? I mean, do you actively turn it off at the end? Yeah. Nice. I don't know why. You're smarter than me, probably. No. You got to remember to put it back on. Well, oh. not smart enough to turn the microphone on, so... Welcome to Canada Athletic Training. Cheers. I'm Kevin. I'm Chad. Cheers. Here, ginger ale. I love it. Canada Dry. Do you, do they make an American Dry? They do. It's, it's they called do? beer. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're back. It's Wednesday. Welcome everybody that's on. Um, Hi, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Dylan just rolled Dylan's a lot the of only comments. one on, and he's upset. There's a few. And we There's a it. few. We got we got a few watchers right now. It sell it tells me. Oh. YouTube tells me. It doesn't say on your side though, because that's not no. YouTube. That's just a that's just a thing. We are going so this is Canada Athletic Training Podcast. Um, you are listening one ninety, episode one ninety. You are listening to Kevin and Chad. Um, hundred and ninety episodes, that's a lot of episodes, right? I feel like Do it you is. think we're at two hundred now with all the extra? I bet we're at two hundred now. It's close. I can't remember what Dylan said before. Hi, Abby. Um so, you know, Dylan brings up some questions on the on the live stream, and I think as everybody else gets to hear this next week as we post it on, well, I post it every Sunday. Well, I try to post it every Sunday night. Sometimes technology defeats me. <laughs> but by Monday morning, it's usually up there. Um, we're in a transition period, I think, as a podcast. We're trying to adapt to not only you guys, but we're also trying to adapt to our new lives, especially me as a new father and new businesses and new jobs and things like that. Um, that being said, uh, there are, you know, there's a lot of exciting things, at least that we think are coming down the, the pipe for all of the candid members. Um, we did change and we are working on changing the membership to be more geared towards what you get and not just us as a live stream. Now, we love the fact that uh, we started as a live stream to get members, and I think it's um, it's helped grow the podcast. But I don't think it's helped grow the podcast quite how we want it to grow. Um, so our, our compromise, I think what we think is best going forward, is trying to give you guys, as athletic trainers more access to things that you should have access to, not just to idiots talking in front of microphones, but at the same time, still having fun, still doing the candid, you know, our mantra of speaking candidly, speaking about things that a lot of people don't want to speak about, and kind of having a different take on the profession. And from that, you know, it's it's just changing things a little bit. And we do... You know, we, we set out with this live stream and said, you know what we're going to do? We want, we want to interact with our, with our members. We want to interact with the people that also want to be candid. And we 
said we'd get together more often than we could. You know, life life happens. We have we have different careers. We have different schedules. We have yeah. additions to families. <clears throat> and I think we're still figuring out how to do that. And honestly, um, that's our fault. We, yeah, we, we, have not, we haven't been perfect. We have not, we have we not failed. been perfect. We failed at some things. Yeah, and so we do apologize about that. But what we really think is going to grow this podcast so that it can continue to be the forum that it is and that we can honestly give you guys more and more and by more really more of us um, more opportunities to even have different conversations right and not just athletic training but you know we've always talked about doing another podcast on just what you know what movies and tv shows are you watching and how like let's talk about it and let's have fun and let's do different things other than athletic training so that we're not only talking athletic training we've also talked about how could it be, how could the candid guys be more visible with you, our members, as far as, you know, what, what's one of our best podcasts or highest rated podcasts was definitely like our rehab hacks, things mm-hmm. like that. Making videos of what we do with our athletes, with our patients. Um, and I think the way we see being able to do that is kind of the direction that we're trying to take the podcast. And honestly, we do it to try and give you guys benefits. Um, you know, some people think that we're, we're the benefit. You're a benefit. You're a benefit in my life, Chad. Um, <laughs> You're the best. But at the same time, I think, you know, we want, we want to interact and talk with all athletic trainers. As much as we love our candid members right now, we really do. We love the loyalty. We love that, you know, we see the same names on here every single week. Um and that's pretty awesome. And I think, you know, if if things were going, you know, we were hitting it out of the park with the way we were doing it, we wouldn't have changed. But I think just as we all get, um, just as we all get maybe new jobs, new things in life because we need a change, we thought the podcast needed just a little little pick-me-up. And so that's, what, that's the direction we're going. The athletic trainer, number one, Quality, I think, is adaptability and being able to react to situations. So, yeah, we're trying something new uh, in terms of how we're doing the membership. Uh, To be honest, we failed at some of the things we said we were going to do, and we want to get to that point, and we hope to get to that point. And so we need to – we're trying a new Gatorade flavor, a new Gatorade (laughs) mix here. We're trying to mix it up, and it's upsetting some people, and we are sensitive to that. But hopefully the content of the show is going to remain the same. Yeah. It's just on a new night and maybe, uh, you know, the it's the business side that are, or the behind the scenes stuff that is frustrating people. But you listening to this show and you on the live stream, let's just keep the, the quality coming because that's what everyone is here for. Yeah. And I think predominantly, you know, we, um, you know, it's, it, it's different for everybody. Right. I think we've had many candid conversations with each other about, you know, what can we be doing for this podcast? What should we be doing? You know, and there's a lot of things that are ideas and there's a lot of like hopes and dreams. And I think one of the one hiccup for us personally was honestly Monday nights. It, it was getting hard on in, in our personal lives. And I think if we if we take you know, a little step forward with the podcast and, you know, grow 
and get to speak with a lot more athletic trainers, we will um, be able to adapt a little bit more that way too. You know, I, th- I think, you know, Abby is also making a great point in that, you know, the, it's this is late. And especially, you know, we, we talked about this. It's late for us too. It It's late for us. <laughs> I mean, imagine, you know, and we, we even said like, oh man, on the East Coast, it's going to be 930 by the time it starts. I mean, it's that's getting to a point of like, Ooh, like is somebody is somebody to get on there? And then you turn around. And the flip side of that is maybe somebody on the West Coast. It's a little bit later, so maybe they can yeah. participate more. It, there's pros and cons to everything. Yeah, that's the, that's the the nature of it. And we're trying. Yeah, and plain and simple, it made it made <clears throat> us able to do this podcast easier. And I think, and we hope that um, it just allows us to continue to do it. Yeah, where it was getting hard to do before. Yeah. And so we do. We do apologize that it's it's a transition period and it's it's tough. Um, it's tough on everybody, but at the same time, we really do thank you for your your loyalty. Um, by all means, you know. And some people have reached out and had some questions. We will definitely address them. We will definitely um, get to you. And I think you know whatever we need to do to make this a great candid environment. Yeah, we're doing it. You know what this is? This is like that crossover football, basketball, like where everything's going. Oh, it's just goodness. that weird, like, oh my god, I got so much going on. As long as as long as it's not the weird time of the year when there's no sports or yeah. no nothing going on, and everybody's is there like, a, this is boring. Is that is that a thing? I don't know. There's kind of like the dog days of summer when like nobody cares about baseball anymore. Football hasn't started. Soccer hasn't started, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> you want to know what I did yesterday? What'd you do? Oh, I know what you did. You went to a baseball game. I went to a major league baseball game. How'd it, was, it go for you? I didn't see a single. Play. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you. Did, we just did walked you even around. Watch the game. Uh, no, I walked out enough to see my former athlete standing in the outfield. Oh, nice. And um, no, we just walked around a couple of the levels of the stadium, sampled some food, let the the little guy run around and then um, left. We were there for like an hour. It was perfect. It was the best day of baseball I ever had. That's awesome. Food, fun, and forget about it. We'll see you later. I'll tell you what. If you're ever in Milwaukee and you go to a Milwaukee Brewers baseball game, walk around Walk around the stadium. It's a nice stadium to walk around. Who's I'm, uh, the catcher kid? Was he in the play in the outfield? Yeah, I, I he, looked up who they played. Yeah, Varsho. Varsho. Yeah, he's he's like actually probably played more games in in the outfield than he has as catcher. Really? He's just dual eligible. Just a just an athlete. He's got twenty seven home runs. What? Really? I think he leads the team in home runs. Oh, good for him. Yeah. UW Milwaukee product. You know what? That's all you. You led him down that path. I mean. I, had a small role in keeping oh. him healthy enough to get drafted. You better get your bonus check one day. Yeah, I should tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Before we forget, let's fa- thank our sponsors right now. We've got Healthy oh. Roster, the official show sponsor of Canada Athletic Training. Uh, make sure they've got a lot going on right now. They're putting out a lot of content. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about their EMR service, I know go to www.healthyroster.com. They are actually putting out video content on what they offer. So they were having some seminars and stuff and some live stuff. And they said they had so many people and they couldn't, they were doing it so much. They decided 
Let's just record it and put it up so anybody can see. So if you are looking for a new EMR, definitely go to their website. Check it out. Um, yeah, Abby, just go to their website. They'll, just, they'll get you the tutorial. Tutorials. And I'm sure at some point if you just reach out, um, somebody will get to you. Yeah. Also, drop the uh, drop the candid name. Maybe it'll maybe it'll move you up the line. Yeah. Let's uh let's thank Smart Tools. Uh, they are a sponsor of the show. They are giving us ten percent. They're giving you ten percent off any BFR or soft tissue instrument assisted device that you want. If you go to their website, just use the code Candid ten. Also, Human Kinetics, thank you. Uh, 20% off any Human Kinetics CEU course by using the Candid CEU code. Uh, and we're also raffling off some continuing education. We'll do that next week. Um, yeah, we've got 10 courses left, four CEUs per course. So we'll, we'll give that to a member next week. I think, yep. all right. Before we get into tonight's show, we're gonna we're gonna go back to something we talked about last week. Because okay. last week Wednesday we sat here and we talked about Tua Tagovailoa Tua, and we said we wanted Taga to know more, and uh, it was just like a scary situation. And then because we recorded it on Wednesday, then the very next day he goes out, and everyone saw what happened. Incredible, like and it, at not, porn, legitimately at porn to talk about. Not, just not even we're not talking about it to criticize anybody because you guys all said it last week and we reiterated it you know by all means we're not the ones that are on the field with that player and we're not the ones making evaluations <coughs> now this somebody is got fired the like independent trauma neuro trauma like doctor got fired which you know you can you can say all you want it's either a fall guy or he actually did his job the wrong way um I would, I mean, I trust that the medical staff is doing everything that they possibly can to be the right. Um, and I think there's, there's, it's just interesting, right? And now what I think is worth talking about, and I've talked to a lot of people since that injury because people ask me when they see me, oh, did you see that? Like, what do you think about it? I mean, they clearly had a concussion at some point, right? And the answer is, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I don't like that that conversation does, like, leak into, well, you know, the NFL is just corrupt, and then medical staffs are told that they have to keep their players out there, and blah, 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 blah. So I think it is valuable to point out that was a really very, very highly seen thing that happened. Have you ever seen fencing or posturing in real life? Ooh, in real life. I've seen it once. Not just in, just for a split second and I just about shit myself. It was my first year in real life. It was my first or second year as a, it must have been my second year, second or third year. I had a collision between two players mm -hmm. in foul territory and one started curling and I was like, "Oh my god." And I think, you know, it's I remember going, oh, my God, <laughs> here I am. Yeah. I I mean, I, I've told the story of, I mean, my first moment. Yeah, uh, spine first boarding. Mo moment was for sure, like, uh, holding a very young woman's 
C-spine while she couldn't feel her leg. Um, Abby has... Can I, oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm lucky I haven't, but I've seen enough... Uh, I mean, people getting hit in the face with a baseball and, you know, having to be rushed to the ER or rushed to the hospital. Um, I mean, it's a tricky situation. I mean, of course, I would love to know what's going on. It's one of the things that I do miss about being in that world was that obviously I didn't talk about it with anybody else, but just being in the know of like what's happening on that on that like level of everybody in the nationwide was able to see it. Not that everybody did see it, but yeah. everybody was able to see it. And it created conversations here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin about a player from Miami. I mean, and just like even small details that come out, you know, he, he left the hospital and he returned on the plane with the team. I mean, it's all of these details that, in that world of professional sports get talked about on live air on a, especially a, a sport like the end, like football in the NFL where millions and millions people watch every day. Yeah. It's bringing aware it's a bad situation. Maybe bringing a little awareness to a small glimpse into what we have to think about and process in a yeah. very, very, very short amount of time. And I think it's like everybody can sit and, analyze it for days but yeah when we have to deal with it it has to happen like immediately and i honestly i think um the other side of that is you know i just hope it creates conversations about how valuable medical staffs are for peewee football you know that (laughs) there should there needs to be let's face it yes it was an aggressive like takedown that ultimately took two out of the game but I think we've seen people get hit worse. And then when you talk to somebody that doesn't know much about the medical, they they always, a lot of people come up with the, like, oh, the, the worst hits that you think somebody is, like somebody's going to be injured. Those are those are the ones that they don't hurt anybody. And it's, it's the ones that are. Yeah, it's right? true. It's and amazing. It's true. But at the same time, it doesn't, it doesn't encompass every situation of, especially football. Um, when I saw the replay of how he got taken down, I didn't, I would have never expected somebody to get into fencing. Right. And like be, uh, you know, threatening even like his livelihood, um, by that takedown. We see, we see it all the time in a sport like football, but that's what makes you wonder, you know, was he just more susceptible? And it's not, not at the detriment or me criticizing medical staff, you know, we've all had athletes that pass every test. They are 100% cleared of everything, but yet they are not ready to play. And I think that's the beauty of why some somewhat of why we do what we do is that we get to help people through those situations and I don't know. I mean, sometimes is it glitchy or something? No. Nope. Oh, um, my battery wasn't recharging because oh, no. it didn't plug that in. 100% the battery. Of the way. God, We're good. Goddamn battery. Um, I think <laughs> there is. I just hope that the attention that gets brought. I think all athletic trainers that get asked questions, you know, speak intelligently to it. Be supportive of your other athletic trainers, and yeah, 
It looks like some of the live streamers, some have gone through this and some have not. As far as somebody in fencing and posturing, Dylan said there's a hot debate right now between the difference between fencing and posturing. And Uh. (sighs) yeah, incredible. There's just a lot, and maybe we should digest this in in another episode. Maybe. They're saying that it wasn't posturing. Some are saying that it wasn't posturing. It was fencing, not posturing. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if he was like this, like number ones the whole time? Maybe he was just celebrating something. I don't know. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> All well, right. It's not too soon. Everything's clear. You're right. People are talking about he might be playing. Yeah, he I probably know. will be. Maybe the guy's got Wolverine blood. We it's just know. sometimes the... Sometimes after after a while, what the problem with it is true, Dylan. The problem is now the perception becomes more important than the actual what we do. It's Correct. the perception of how we handle it versus Correct. how we actually handle it, which is kind of bullshit. Of course, it's bullshit. You know, best practices be damned. Everyone's gonna have their expectations of how this young man should be treated. Um. Anyways, let's. Uh, you want to? You want to do like a normal show? Want to do show stuff? Yeah. Let's yeah, do show do stuff. That. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now that's candid. Oh, sorry, but I'm just reading the live stream comments, and y'all, dirty sons of bitches, and we love you. Maybe eight thirty brings out the dirtiness. <laughs> Something about shoving. Shoving first it. dates. I, I don't never know. shove it anywhere. <sighs> Ask politely. I know. Jesus Christ. We're gonna get into the dating tonight. That's our feature topic. Speaking we're gonna talk of about She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking She Hulk before the show. Oh God! Oh God! What do you want? What do you want to do? Um. You, let's. You hear that too? Yeah, I hear that too. Yeah. Hopefully, nobody else hears it. Um. It just happened. I like your I like your FMK. So All right, let's, let's start. Let's start with the FMK. All right, if you're on the live stream, let us know how you would do. Oh. If you're listening later, Don't uh, in audio in. form, just shoot us a t- uh, shoot us a social media on Twitter on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. So, we are going to uh, Abby. Spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> You don't have to. Is there a new Daredevil coming out? No, Charlie. Abby, Charlie. Abby's. Charlie's coming back. Yeah. They're hinting at it. Oh. You haven't missed anything. Yeah. You haven't missed anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for it too, Abby. Don't worry. And I've seen them all. I'm waiting for it. I'll tell you what. I've told everybody if you're going to watch a Marvel show, like series, Daredevil. Daredevil was good. Daredevil's definitely up there for me. We're going to have to get into that. Um, Okay. Not a fan. Not a fan of the new stuff. Hot take. Yes, there is a new Daredevil. No, it's the same Daredevil, but there's going to be more of the the old Daredevil. Yeah, like the Netflix Daredevil. Yeah, I'm saying they're not recasting Daredevil. And also... It's the same Daredevil. Dylan and I agree with that. It's getting to be overload. There's too much Marvel content yeah, right just, now. As much as I love it, it's just like holy cow. Yeah. Um, all right. FMK this week. Not that good. FMK. If it was good. That'd be all right. Um. Charlie Cox. When you're doing an evaluation, what do you trust? 
Mm. FMK the following. What you hear, what you see, what you feel. Or, if you want to think of it this way, your ears, your eyes, or your sense of touch. You have to F1, marry one, kill one in terms of evaluations. What are you trusting here? So I got to trust my fingers? <laughs> trust your fingers, trust your ears, trust my your ears eyes. eyes. I don't trust my nose. And you don't have to trust your taste. Yeah. Have you ever? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> taste. Have you ever had to taste something taste during an evaluation? Yeah. Sometimes people's odors are palpable or yeah, what's the word? Palpable, right? No, that's like touching. I mean, you can taste it. You can taste it in the air. Um, yeah, get that over there. Canada Dry doesn't sponsor this podcast. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles do, though. Okay, am I am I trusting my ears, my eyes, or my, my hands? FMK, touch, sight. All right, so they always tell you, right, you can... You could probably make a diagnosis off of what you hear, right? What they're saying. You should be able to get ninety percent there of off off of what they're saying, particularly if you're right if you're asking the right questions. Liars. I call them liars. So here I'm gonna kill Can I can I make a quick counter argument? If you're standing on the sideline and you see someone, you watch somebody Go down. I can be watching the TV and I see somebody go down and I can tell the injury based on what I'm seeing. No, I agree. Like what they do. Sure. Like either the mechanism and or. Yeah, I know, but now you're taking the, the now you're taking the sound out of it. Now you're only using your eyes, right? That's what I'm saying. Well, I all right. But if I if I have if I need if I have to use all three if I have all three at my disposal, right? Not necessarily which one. Do I, well, we'll get there. It's which one do I rely on the most? Um, my hearing, even though your preceptors and your instructors are going to tell you, asking the right questions and listening to your patient, your athlete, in an evaluation should guide you probably the most on what to diagnose. I don't, I've said this on the podcast before. There's very few times that I really care what you have. There's very few times that I care whether or not you have, you know, bicep tendonitis or you have a labrum tear in your shoulder. I care why, right? And so I think I get more out of what I'm seeing and I'm feeling than what I'm hearing in order to see why you have something. And so I'm going to go with marrying. I have to marry. Oh, God, it's so tough. Because it's like <laughs> usually when I'm like touching somebody, I'm looking other places in order to make a better assessment. And that makes me think that I have to marry the touch and F what I'm seeing but that sounds like uh, get you in trouble in your marriage. Um, You're killing what you hear. I'm killing what I hear, because I was, actually I was even talking to one of my patients today, and I brought up even if you didn't tell me anything, this is what I would have like gone to, like 
I would have investigated this. Even if you didn't say a single thing, you just laid on the table and we were doing our thing, I would have asked you, what is this about? Because it was everything from what I'm seeing of how he was standing there, how he presented on the table. When I was working, it was like, well, that looks a little different than that. And then I confirmed it with my touch. Oh, it makes me marry. I'm going to marry what I see. I'm going to F what I touch. Because you can't really touch or you can't really F without touching. And who doesn't want hands all over something while you're effing? Grabbing stuff. Grabbing stuff. That's where stuff. I'm going. I'm, I'm just... I was trying to think of some cliches to throw in here, like love it. Love is blind. So does that mean I, you no? So I think I'm going to F, I think I'm going to F hearing. <laughs> What's that? Just Kevin Joyce. Oh, he works too much wrestling. So he ain't touching that. <laughs> um, so I'm going to, I'm going to F what I hear. Cause it'll get you so far. But it's not going to get you all the way. It's going to get you all the way. I mean, there's still another level before you get married. Mm. So I'm going to F what I hear. Okay. All right. Um, I think I have to marry. Sense of touch. I have to marry it. Yeah. It's just going to like lock it up for me. It's just going to confirm it. It's just going to. Lock it up. Yeah. Lock it up, sir. And I think I'll kill what I see because love is blind. Hmm. But Daredevil Daredevil could be an AT. He'd be a great AT. Have we done him? Yeah. We did? Pretty sure. I don't think we did. Oh, I'm pretty positive. When? He hasn't made a fat bracket. Almost Who would positive. he have lost to in a in a fat debate? I don't know. Maybe maybe MacGyver. I don't know. Should we do a Defenders next week? Defenders, maybe. Yeah, that's possible. How many of those have you seen? You've seen Daredevil. Uh, you said you have not watched Luke Cage. Is the have fist, you seen Jessica fist, Jones? Fist guy. Iron Fist. I've seen. I have not watched Jessica Jones. I watched one episode of Luke Cage. I've watched Daredevil. That's it. Iron Fist really sent me down like a oh my god I can't believe I forced, I heard that was the worst can't believe I forced myself to watch this I I watched all three seasons of Daredevil and I watched the first season of Luke Cage and the first season of Jessica Jones okay I've seen no Iron Is there Fist anybody else in there um, there's the Defenders like they all team together yeah. for one season I believe the crossover thing yeah I did not see that either um. Yeah, we haven't done that. We could do that next week. We'll I'm gonna that. have to we'll look do that back. As I, I, I would have be to. shocked if we didn't do Daredevil. I'd have to look back at the the fat brackets or something. If you're a regular, let us know if we've done Daredevil. I know he's not been on. I, I'm pretty sure he's not been on a. If he had, I mean, he'd be a really, really good athletic trainer. The fact that he can hear, yeah, he can hear inflammation. Your crazy. heartbeat, your heartbeat's at 180. And uh, he, what what show? Go, the show? If, oh, I'm watching like, the boys. Can like do a? He could just snap, and then he would hear mm-hmm. echo it, echoes of whether or not you have a fracture in your foot. He's nuts. Yeah. So and his hand-eye coordination is phenomenal. 
<laughs> well, let's get. We'll, well, maybe we'll do that next week. What is it called when it's the not boys? Your eyes. The boys has a character that can hear like heartbeats and stuff like that. The main like. It's actually a really good show. We'll do a boys fat. I'm in. I'm seasons? in season two. I'm in season two. There's three seasons. Okay. Um, if it's I watch really season dark. one, am I like am I caught up? Like, I don't know. They so they okay. So here's the premise of the boys. Yeah. There's these seven superheroes that kind of are like the top brand. Okay. And there's seven of them. Okay. Uh, but they're all corrupt. Well, superheroes at their root are corrupt. And somebody's trying to like kind of figure out where the corruption, like okay. whatever. How many it's episodes? basically like what happens if your superheroes had like ulterior motives and were dirty. Gotcha. I think there were eight in season one. Oh, how long of episodes? Hour? Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. I mean, I'm going on the road this weekend, so I got I'm gonna have time. watch season one of I'm of, gonna have yeah. flights. So now one of, I'm gonna have no baby. There's a new Member of the it. seven in season two, so I don't know yeah. enough about her. What show is it? Or what platform is it? Amazon Prime. Oh, even better. Because that stuff's free to me. Well, I pay it every year, but <laughs> it's free to me. Yeah. Nope, that's shopping. Don't shop. Yeah, so, um, yeah, check it out. I mean, it's, uh, it's like this, Kevin. It is basically like, um, oh, my God. What's the um Dog Boys? What's the um the Robin Robin show that we Oh, the newest one? Yeah, on oh, HBO. What's on yeah, uh What's the name of it? The Defenders. No. <laughs> Robin and it's Nightwing. Nightwing. Um, it's, why um, I can't think of the name of it. It's Batman. It's that dark. It's dark like that. If it's like, yeah, that's good. Though. Where there's some overwhelmingly gross Why can't stuff. we think of what that's called? We both like that show. I know. I love it. New season's coming out soon. I know. Why can't we think we'll of what that? We'll get there. Somebody's going to give us that answer. I'll look it up. Um, I'm, I'm going after it right now. I'm going to I'm gonna download season one. All right. I could. All right. So. Download it. That's what I got. Um, Titans. Thank you, Zach. Fuck. Titans. Thank you. Ah, oh, we Titans. suck. Yeah, it's it's very think, similar. It's very similar style show. to like Titans. Okay, I'll it's probably that. it's a slightly better production value. My back hurts. <laughs> it's just dark like Titans. I like it. Good. Yeah, and I think it's just more fun because they're not constrained by like these Teen big Titans name. Go. It's not like oh, we can't. You can't really take liberties with Superman or Batman or whatever. You kind of have to stick to a little bit of a script. But these are all new, like, these are all just make-believe characters, so you can do whatever you want with them. I'm freaking downloading it. Um, nice. I like it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's move on. So we have did our FMK. If you want. Let's, um, let's do our friend or foe here. Okay. Fof. Forf. You like Forf. I Zach, like Fof. I liked Forf. Uh, Zach, you'll like Titans. I thought it was good. It's very good. Kevin likes it too. So then you got two. I think there. there's it. It does everything that the 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 Marvel shows don't. Yeah. Be- because it it stays with the DC theme of being kind of dark, getting into the inner demons of some folks. And who doesn't like a good Robin story? Uh, we need a good Robin movie. That's what we need. We really do. Kevin, 
But now they it, see they they f these things up. They've effed it up so many times by not. They should have just made Titans a movie instead. Like it's a good show, but they should have just made a movie. Uh, there's all these. Have you seen? Have you been seeing these rumors? By the way, Marvel bringing back. You know, you sent it to me. Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, yeah. Deadpool three, In Deadpool three, yeah. But I've also been. Because I clicked on that, because I opened that up on Instagram, now I'm getting all these things on Instagram about Christian Bale talking about returning as Batman only if um, director dude... Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan is involved, and then maybe that could resurface the Robin story. I don't know. That would be so awesome. They Well, I'll tell you what. The, the Batman that could do it is the newest Batman with... Robert Pattinson. Well, of course he The can. Batman is set up to to bring in a Robin character right now in the second episode. The only thing I would say about that is that's new Batman. I mean, that's like, that's young Batman. It's right? great. It's perfect. He's not, he, uh, Robin doesn't enter Batman's life until a little bit later. Doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter, but really, you're going to, you're going to take new Batman and be like, oh, I need a sidekick that I'm going to mentor. Well, what they did, the best thing that Marvel did with the new Spider-Man, new version of Spider-Man, is they made Aunt May, like, not 100 years old. So you can make a small change like that and improve it. It's just because she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have this Robert Pattinson Batman who, at the end, who just, like, they basically just said, look, because of what you did, now everyone's going to be coming out and you're going to be overwhelmed with bad guys. And so he's going to need help. Well, where can he get help? Duh. Enter Robin. Now you train Robin up. It would be a great movie. I swear to God, if he's not a gymnast, or uh, I mean, not a gymnast. Um, trapeze artist? Trapeze, like, in the circus, I'm not watching the movie. He has they, to be? If they change that storyline of the fact that his parents died... I mean, they used that in Titans very well. Yeah. And they used it in, even in uh, Gotham. So I think it would be fine. All right. So. Did you ever finish Gotham? Is Gotham still on? Oh, Gotham's been done for three okay. or four years. I never finished it. It got I know, to be you, too much. You kept telling me that. Yeah. All right. Friend or foe, Kevin? Um, yeah. Friend. Using the term wait and see. Can you say wait and see to an athlete? Like, let's wait and see. I'm not going to give you an answer right now. Let's just see what happens. Is that okay? Or are we in the society, the time period, where it's like, I need all the information right now? Oh, if the question is, can you or can you not because of the society of give me information, the answer is you have to give information if you adhere to societal norms. But as an athletic trainer especially a candid one, we do not do that. Um, God, friend or foe, the wait and see. So I was at work today, and, you know, my, my role is in the in the non-traditional setting now is basically just take a quick history and then tell the provider, hey, here's what I think is going on. And I had one today where I was like, it could be this, it could be that, it might be both it could be neither but you know what it doesn't matter you're going to treat it the same way either way they're just going to need physical therapy 
And I'm like, is that okay? Is that acceptable? And I was like, damn right it is. If if the provider went in there and said, you know what, I really don't know, we could get you an MRI and find out. But does that does that matter? And she says that very often. She's like, yeah, if you need the information, sure, we can get it, but it's not going to change how we treat you. Ooh, who so, says that? The, Your doc? My, the provider. Love it. Like, I want to be friends with her. Yeah. She, she's like, I look, say that to some, my patients pe- all some the people time. Want, need that information. Mm-hmm. I need to check all the boxes so I know exactly like what's going on. I'm in. Love that. So she'll say, hey, you know, some people want to do that and spend the $2,000 to find out. And some people will say, I don't care if we're going to treat it the same way. I don't want to spend $2,000. Does that make, so does that make this a friend for me? So part of me wants to say faux from a treatment standpoint. From a treatment standpoint. Dylan yeah. makes a good point. What's which we'll, we'll, No, go ahead. Go ahead. But I want to come back to what Dylan's saying. And then kind of explain a slight difference in what he's saying. But go ahead. So from a treatment standpoint, I want to say faux of wait and see. Because I think early inter- early intervention of... Somebody's complaining of X pain, or you have a a knee that it's like, you know what? I'm getting false positives, false negatives, whatever it is. I don't know if it's your MCL, or I'm not really able to really tell if it's just your meniscus, or if there maybe there's some ACL involvement. Yeah, let's treat and not wait and see. Based on if I have early intervention of any treatment at this point, it's going to help you recover in the long run. But from the standpoint of the, the, the psyche, maybe, of like, especially in your situation, where somebody's coming in, they're walking in, maybe it's an acute injury. Most of the time it's somebody that's like, yeah, over the weekend, whatever. Like, it's I, it, it's been bothering me. I just wanted somebody to check it out. There are very many times the wait and see method is what is needed so that somebody stops freaking out about something, right? Bye, yeah. Baby. So I think I think Dylan says Yeah, what saying, did Dylan say? So he said I think treat it the same way as worse than wait and see. Well, I think in my situation we'd never see them again or very rarely see them again. That's true. We're there to say this is what's going on, here's what you need to do. And what we're doing is saying you need physical therapy regardless of if it's A, B, or C. Um, if I was in the traditional setting, it would, it, I, I would agree with you saying not, you know, just saying, hey, let's hold off on a day and come back and reevaluate. You've got too much swelling. We'll wait till the swelling goes down, whatever. But in my situation where we probably won't see them again, we're going to just say, I mean, we will do occasional follow-up, but it's not like we see them back-to-back-to-back days. So I think it's just a little bit different. That's kind of what I'm saying about traditional setting. I numerous times, you know, somebody's got something going on. 
and they want like the the athlete wants the diagnosis. The athlete wants to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. The coach wants to know how long is this going to last. Yep. What what do I need to prepare for? Do I need to call somebody up? Do I need to have somebody else in the lineup tomorrow? Do I need to prepare to not have that person at practice tomorrow? Very often the answer has to be we need to wait and see because right now so many different systems, nervous system and your, you know, I mean, all, all things are heightened because something's going on. Mm-hmm. And so we need everything to calm down and we're going to get a better picture the next day. I do, I mean, I agree, Dylan, in that like, it is wor- like treat, treating everything the same way. Uh, no matter what, I would treat it this way. Like, is not a great way is worse than saying, let's wait and see, and then I'll treat appropriately. I think when your, you know, your doc that you work with is saying, listen, whether it's X, Y, and Z, I, I think what we're you, going to approach it this way. We're going to get you treatment. Yeah, I think what so she really means to say don't is... Don't rush and get the diagnosis, get the treatment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, what she's trying to do is say, look... We're going to try conservative treatment rather than rush into an MRI so you can get a surgery. Let's just hold off on that. I think that's yeah. kind of what she's trying to say. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I say it all the time. I actually had a patient today, young gymnast, lower back injury, and mom is a little like, hey, like, should I get an x-ray? Should I get an MRI? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I did my best to say, you can you 100% can and i don't think i don't think that there's anything wrong with doing that but i do think that me and you and me and her like on the table what we're doing isn't going to change whether or not she has a herniated disc a stress fracture a tight muscle you know whatever it is tight like a tiger. what i'm going to do is try to restore function to that area and I'm going to listen to what's happening. Maybe ears listening should have been what I marry. Crap. I'm going back on my divorce. I got to marry, I got to remarry my ex-wife. <laughs> uh, so on social media, we had a uh, friend or foe poll going. Uh, it's overwhelmingly 89% friend. 11% of the people say it's a foe, which means 11% really? of the people say, I need to know right now. Yeah. And I think in certain probably situations, that's probably true. Yeah. I would think in professional sports, you are just saying, we have the ability to do it. Let's get it. Oh, but at the same time, you don't want to get an MRI on something that is going to reveal some other crap. Yeah. And I that was another point of that I've made to many patients, but then also this mom I was talking to. I I have seen MRIs, and I've talked to people that have gotten MRIs, talked to doctors that have read MRIs, radiologists have read MRIs, and be like, this person shouldn't even be able to walk. Like, yeah. what is going on? And they're like, I have no pain. And the, the exact opposite happens too. So box of worms, Pandora's box, whatever it is. Yeah, I've told athletes that. It's like, if you want to go down that road, then you have to live with the results. Like, <laughs> Yes, Dylan, yes. You never MRI the hip of a hockey player because you're going to find something you don't want to find. But um, 
I think it's in, you know, you can speak to this a little bit too from like the standpoint of talking to coaches about wait and see, but the coach needs to make a plan and their plan is dependent on kind of what you're saying. That's where the nuance of athletic training comes in. You know, you learning to read the room, read the room, read your coach. I think read what you think the injury is going to be. If it's truly, you are 100% honest. I don't know what it is. I need to wait and see tomorrow when I can make a better evaluation. Then that has to be the conversation. If it means the difference between somebody calling up a player or the lineup for tomorrow has to change, whether it's a hockey game, baseball game, basketball game, doesn't matter. Um, I think in that situation, you have to be honest with your coaches and say, this is the uh, best case scenario. This is the worst case scenario. That's a good way of doing it. And For sure. if we meet in the middle, <laughs> we're all winning. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Just, sho- just shove it in there and we'll be fine. Shove it. All right. Oh, we haven't done a fat. What's the fat? What are we doing for fat? I don't know. Cheese? String cheese? We never decided. Um, No, you had something earlier. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to do pizza toppings. Yeah, pizza toppings. We're going to just go. We're gonna How go, many do you want to go? Let's just go two. Do Otherwise, wanna... we'll be doing this forever. Sure. But let's go sausage pepperoni. So we're not doing pineapple? No. Because pineapple doesn't belong on a pizza. No, I think it does. But, <laughs> nope. I mean, it's very controversial. <laughs> It doesn't belong on a pizza. I mean, there's you can put anything on a fucking pizza these days. You can. I mean, all these specialty pie places. I mean, mac and cheese, when, baked potato. I when mean, is it not a pizza? What's the line of when it's not a pizza? I mean, I don't know anymore because it's pesto, it's Alfredo, it's garlic. It's not. It doesn't even have to be marinara. Um, no cheese. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a pizza when it's folded over. That's a calzone. That's well, true. I don't know. What's is, is there? What if it's a big New York slice and you got to fold it over? Uh, it can't damn even, it! My you know? wife asked me. She's like, she said something, but she's like, hey. nobody knows how to eat a pizza out here. I'm like, why? Because you fucking fold your shit. <laughs> I said, what the hell? Uh, she's got a fair. Okay, point. Okay, what's Detroit she's style? Got a fair point. Well, somebody said Detroit style, and I'm like, that's a thing. According to the Pizza Hut commercial I just saw, it's um, sauce on top. I think. I think I'm fine with sauce on top. I don't like it. No. I tried it. It's, I'm fine. I need my sauce trapped inside. I don't like it on top. Okay, FMK this really quick. I'll do it. The crust, the sauce, the cheese. Ooh. What makes the pizza? Of what? I'm FMKing what makes the pizza. Cheese pizza. Crust. Cheese pizza. Crust, sauce, cheese. Because I'll kill the cheese, even though I'm from Wisconsin and cheese should be important to me, but I don't think the cheese makes or breaks okay. the pizza. I think the sauce and the crust, damn. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know which one's more important to me, that like a good sauce or a good crust. I think the sauce. I think the sauce. So- like if I, like crust is crust to me. I don't care if it's thick. I don't care if it's thin, whatever, as long as it's not burnt. Mm, so I'll yeah. F the crust and I'm going to marry the sauce. If you give me a good sauce, I'm yours. Crispy forever. Crispy thin crust or not crispy thin crust? Like flimsy? So so you you hate crispy thin crust. 
No, right? I, I'm fine with a thin crust. I just don't want no, no, no. it like, like burnt. You just don't want it burnt. So you don't want it like, you don't want it crunchy. I don't want to eat cardboard. Me neither. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to marry. Wait. I'm going to marry, what? Man, Dylan said he's marrying the crust. He's fucking the cheese. He's killing the sauce. He said sauce is stupid. Hey, but, so I'm, I'm right. Okay. <sighs> I'm close to that. I don't know. Kevin just said sauce. sauce. With a shit sauce, it's a shit slice. I agree. Uh, yeah, but it's see. Oh, what's a Connecticut pizza? What the fuck? There's no, there's no such is thing he, as. There's is he no messing with thing, me? There's no such thing as a Connecticut pizza. I don't care what Kevin Joyce says. There's no such thing as a Connecticut pizza. This is that'd a real be, thing? that'd be like us saying there's a Milwaukee pizza. There's no Milwaukee pizza. Um, All right, what do you what are you doing here? I'm gonna marry the cheese. Because I think good cheese, meaning the amount of cheese or the style of cheese, can overcome all of it. Oh, that's tough. I think I'm going to kill. I disagree. All right, that's fine. That's your opinion. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill the crust. Because if I see pizza in front of me, even if it's a a, a crust I don't like, I'm still going to eat it. Like so, therefore, I'm killing it being a factor of whether or not I'm eating that pizza. Okay, you could also say that marrying. I mean, depending on how you're looking at this, and so that leaves me f in the sauce because a bad sauce is going to leave a very bad taste in your mouth. But a very <laughs> you're good, disgusting. A very good it's such sauce, a bad visual. A very good sauce is gonna oh. is gonna leave you wanting more. Oh, well so. played. <laughs> Well done. Where were we? We're doing sausage pepperoni <laughs> as a fat. Uh, I mean, every single person on the live stream has said a different place <laughs> style pizza. Is there anywhere in the in the world in the country that doesn't have a style? Yeah, probably everywhere these people are talking about. There's Chicago pizza. I will say there's Detroit pizza. There's New York pizza, and then there's like traditional Italian, like. So if you go to Italy, do they have different like? Is there Rome? Do they pizza have states? Yeah, Florence Florence pizza. Yeah, Me, probably Venice. Probably Venice style. I don't know. I'll ask Ryan. He's been there too many times. Savannah, Savannah pizza. Savannah, Savannah banana pizzas. You gotta have bananas on your pizza if you're living in Savannah. I'm trying to think. Is there a good pizza? I don't think we had pizza when we were down there. Did we? No. Don't know. Do you have a favorite pizza here? This is freaking athletic training right here. Do you have a favorite like a pizza? Pizza place? Yep. Not really. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind I transfer. I struggle. Transfer is like a local place by us that I like. I mean, it's fine. Julie loves it. I'm like, oh, whatever. I, she She's a pizza snob, and I'm just like, because I don't mind. Honestly, I don't even mind a Domino's pizza. Is that a is that a hot take? Every once in a while, I really don't mind a Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah, I'm fine with all. Like, what's the place on um, 27th in pizza, Oklahoma? Pizza. 27th in Oklahoma. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Right CC's. next. No, right next to the um, the Auto Zone there, and by the Goodwill. 27th in Oklahoma, Auto Zone. Sorry, not 27th. Okay. Howell in Oklahoma. Oh, Howell in Oklahoma. Right by. Our, oh, Rosati's. Yeah. Yeah. I had that once. It's I great. thought it was fine. Yeah. Julie hated it. I was like, I don't, I don't, because it's deep dish. Did you get Maybe. the deep dish? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's that. What's that, your favorite place around here? Uh, I honestly you know don't have really, one. You know what's really good is in the Bayview area, Tenuta's. Yeah, Tenuta's we had it. Good. We've had that. Um, Zafiro's original Zafiro's. If you like thin crust but not crispy. Um, yeah, like Pizza Man, all that stuff. We got Pete. Uh, well, you know what? What did I have in my wedding? I had Pizza Man. I'm gonna say Pizza Man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's do sausage. Versus pepperoni. We're still on this? Yeah. Okay. Who, who would make a better athletic Sausage trainer? Sausage or pepperoni? Do you want a spicy or do you want full meat? I mean, my heart goes with pepperoni. Yeah, I, I, love, I love me a pepperoni pizza. It's flat. It's a little bit more. It covers a little bit more ground. Covers more ground, but doesn't fill you up as much. So I think. You can stack you know, on can, top of it. It's a catch-all. Ooh. Curl, it curls at the edges. Curls, so you can, yeah. You can get a little, you can get a little catch all. Um, sausage tends to fall off the pizza if it's not trapped in some cheese. So, but a good sausage is like I don't. I never went. Damn, that's some good pepperoni. Oh, I have. I'm not like, like here. Here's it, the here. It, I'm gonna. I'm gonna maybe, say this. Maybe that's. I'm gonna say this. I've never said that's a bad pepperoni. I've definitely said. That's a bad sausage. And I've definitely said, wow, that's a really good sausage. Now that. First time with my new lips. There you go. <laughs> just drooled. You just drooled, spilled all over you myself. You drooled all over yourself after I said that's a really good sausage. Yeah. Um, so we're saying that consistency is with a pepperoni. It's, believe, it's a little bit more. you haven't said that's what she said. And I've said that's oh, a I've good been sausage. Thinking, I've been thinking it. I, I, I came into it. <laughs> Going, this is going to be a yes, very dirty Kevin. one. Not a baby, Kevin. Um, That's not true, Dylan. Uh, okay. I have to go. What consi- do you What do you order if you had to choose one? What oh, you, pepperoni all day long. You'll order a pepperoni. I would order a sausage. My okay. So my standard of how I like judge whether or not a burger is good is by if I have a slice of cheddar cheese on it, do I like it? Nothing else. Plain. You can add stuff to it, but you can't tell me a burger's good if the meat sucks and what makes it good is the avocado on it. Or the the burger's or... not good. The avocado's good, right? When I order a pizza and I want to know whether or not that's the best pizza I've ever had in my life, it better just be cheese and pepperoni. It can't have other stuff on it because now it's now I'm I'm I'm, I'm mixed. I got mixed emotions See, about I'm, what's on it. I'm a chicken. I I would actually prefer chicken on my pizza, but you that's are. not like a normal a normal it's like not. topping. So who I'm wanted gonna, to go to the is, roots? I'm gonna say pepperoni. To me, pepperoni across the board is more consistent. Pepperoni is dependable. Pepperoni is covers more ground, and just covers more ground. Which athletic trainers have to cover a lot of territory. And now it's just the pepperoni. It's not the pepperoni pizza. However, <laughs> I think you can get shortchanged on pepperoni. Mm. Hate How that. about this? I really hate that. When one when, slice has four pieces when you, of pepperoni, when you, the other one has one. When you cut, like let's say you bake, like let's say you do a frozen and you cut. Yeah, I do my best. To avoid? Yes. But you're, well, you're more likely to cut a pepperoni in half than a sausage. Would you agree with that? 
yeah. So I would, you can, I would so a pepperoni is. I would agree with that. Can be divided. Is that good though? I don't. Can do, divide and conquer, cover two sports at once. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> argument. I just think sausage is more together. No, pizza sausage is more together. I don't know. I'm tr- I'm really together, struggling. Man. I'm really struggling to make an argument for a sausage as an athletic trainer because I think pepperoni probably would, even though I prefer to eat the sausage. Somebody on the live stream, <laughs> nobody wants to cut sausage. Somebody make an argument why sausage would make a good athletic trainer. You're gonna make that's gonna be a hard argument. I think it it might it it doesn't it doesn't melt under the pressure. It doesn't curl. It's a little bit more stable. You know, oh. your pepperoni is gonna curl up, shrivel away. Your sausage is gonna stay. Your sausage. I mean, I've never seen a pepperoni curl so much that it's just like gone or crumble. You can cut it. You can overcook your pepperoni. You can overcook a sausage. It's a glor- it's a it's a mini meatball. Come on, they fall apart all the time. All right, I think the pepperoni is going to win this one. I don't know if <laughs> I can make a compelling argument. <laughs> all right, it's spicy. How about spicy versus non-spices? Sausage will shrivel if it's cold. It has to be an indoor AT. Oh, look at that. But if it's too hot, the pepperoni will curl and shrivel. Are you okay with cold pizza? <laughs> no. Me neither. Uh, I'm I don't know. F- nah, really. No chance. Yeah, I want it reheated. That, that's getting reheated. <laughs> yeah, hot, for sure. hot take. You you have, I, I don't get it. I don't get why people eat cold pizza and cold chicken. Fried chicken. Can't I can't do it. Yeah. I don't understand why people do it. I agree. All right. I don't think I can. So we're going to, we're just going to say pepperoni. Topic? Yeah, we're going to do the feature topic. All right. This is a true candid athletic training podcast right now. Why? I don't know. Food, getting off topic about things. Yeah. That's what she said. Comic books. God. There's a lot of things that we, like a lot of fats that came up, future fats. We have a lot to cover. You wrote some down? Yeah, we got the Defenders, the Boys, Princess Bride, Andor's out right now. There's the new Lord of the Rings TV show. I mean, there's so much content out there. I don't know. I mean, Euphoria, we still have to get to. I mean, there's so much. All right, what's Euphoria? I don't even it's know like a is. super popular show. Really? Yeah, I'm not a very super popular guy. Oh, so, uh, what was the other one? We Modern Family we wanted to do. Right? We said Modern Family. We're just taking notes. All right. Let's talk about dating as an athletic trainer. <laughs> what do you got? I just I just saw the poll you put up last Which week. One? The, Al, the Alfredo Burrito. What was the final results? Uh, 39% for yes and 61% for no. The Alfredo burrito got shut down. I would eat the crap out of a little NCIS. Okay, NCIS. It's on the list. (coughs) Um, Apparently, I have to go to Bozeman, Montana to get one. While you're on our social media. I'm getting there, yeah. What do you got? Why don't you go to the dating as an AT? That's what I was trying to get to. Oh, okay, yeah. Why don't you, um, (laughs) Dylan says, equals impossible. (laughs) So, oh, hey, Jeremy. 
Yeah. All right. Dating as an AT, what are your do's, don'ts, red flags? Oh, we want to know. We want to know. So we had a we had a, a decent showing of some replies. Um, Go ahead, read a couple. We got you know Rachel Young, which at Rachel underscore Young sixteen. She had a few. Uh, so what kind of trainer are you? In quotation marks. Does that mean you can help me lose weight? In quotation marks. Not understanding my lack of set of school like skills, schedule, sports in general, and not willing to learn. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Basically, so what kind of what kind of trainer are you? I'm an athletic trainer. Red flag number one. Does that mean you can help me lose weight? Red flag number two. Are you like not understanding what I said? I'm an athletic trainer. Yeah, people just confuse. AT with P with personal trainer. And I think third is the fact that like, you know what, if you don't understand my job and you're not willing to learn what my job is. So this is the fourth time I've had to explain. I work for a baseball team or I work for a swimming team or I work for this. Um, red flag. Oh, Mr. Nate always do not tell them you will always be on time from coming to work. Now, so he's taking it as red flag for your spouse, significant other, whoever. Tell an athletic trainer telling you they're going to be home on time. Right? Yeah. I think the overwhelming consensus is that the job doesn't have a hard stop or ending time. And that's a hard part in terms of long-term relationships. People want expectate, and I think part of that's the expectation of when do I get to see you? Can it wait? Or we we try to make plans. It's hard to make plans when you don't know when you're going to get your when you're going to get done. So dating becomes more challenging when you are when you can't make a solid plan. So in terms of dating, you need to find somebody that's got a little flexibility in their schedule, a little understanding, a little bit of patience. Dr. Alyssa Vanneman. I'm going to say Vanneman. Uh, where do I start? That's all she, that, it, with, along with a GIF. I mean, so at that lady list, um, Dr. Alyssa Vanneman, which she's got a, she's got a, quite the, like, resume going on. Um, she basically said, everything is a red flag of dating an athletic trainer because there's too many things that she couldn't list anything. She, I, I, I can't even, I can't even start because if I started the list would be so long that I don't know where, I don't know where else to go with it. Um, we got at alum Dylan and just Dylan G2 Steelers, things like that. Uh, Wesleyan ATS, do not communicate or do communicate early on what your hours look like, how you feel after coming home, and the stress from your work life. It's a lot, so your partner deserves to know before you start. Um, Dylan also goes into working on your partner, like doing, like practicing. So it seems like Dylan's a, an athletic training student. 
and needs to practice, right? And so is it a red flag? Is it like when you were in school, did you work on your significant other? Did you practice on your significant other? Yep. You did? Yeah. I did not. Ever. Why? I don't know. I, it was like, it was kind of like, I just, that was the last thing I wanted to do was practice something that in the environment of being at home, being on a couch, being on a bed, and I, it's still to this day, like I, you know, my wife's not listening to this right now, but like when she asked me to work on her, it's like, ah, uh, like, mm. Like, if I'm going to work on you, I want to be in the environment that I work on people. So can we do this at the clinic? I felt oh, this, that didn't bother me too much. Yeah, I felt I felt the same way about, like, practicing. I, 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 I don't know if it's, like, a visual and, like, just in, like, a, I would remember how things go or feel. I don't like taping somebody, like, sure. off the edge, edge of a bed. Whatever. So the, uh, a handful of times, Julie's asked me to do some treatment or like, yeah. can you can you work on this, that, or the other? What would you do if I was one of your athletes? And I was like, come over here. And, and then I'll start to like dig in. Yeah. And then she can't handle the amount of pressure Correct. that I put on. And it's like, this is what I would do with my athletes. Yeah. And she's like, you're murdering me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm no, actually not. just doing the same amount of pressure I normally would. I'm not making, so like, but it can be a drawback. Yeah, although Dylan says sometimes, you know, that can be a positive, free health care. I mean, what's the other um, positives of dating an AT or dating as an AT? Like, you get to go some pretty cool places, so maybe um, if your significant other has the flexibility of coming to. I know there's been times where we were on the road and the coach's girlfriends or wives or whatever will come, and that's kind of a cool situation. Like, maybe you're down in Arizona for spring training Mm -hmm. and your girlfriend comes down there. Like, that's a cool perk that we don't think of. No, by, by all means, I don't think ever in my wife's life she would have ever gone to Kodak, Tennessee yeah. unless she was with me because that's where I was playing a team and I had to be there. She had off for the weekend. Why don't you come down? Um, and, I mean, name, you know, another 10 cities that she met me in. Yeah, And that's definitely a benefit of... I think dating an athletic trainer that travels for a, for a, in their profession, I think, you know, like red, red flags, red flags of being an athletic trainer and dating. I would stressful. I would say trying to balance the work life balance is the hard part. I think the schedule, you feel guilty when you don't, when you have to like cancel plans or adjust plans or whatever. I, I've dated different humans in my life, and I think the relationship that ended up lasting and, like, honestly succeeding was the one that understood the unpredictability of the profession. And that as long as, honestly, we're planning for unpredictability, um, it worked the best. And I think... One one red flag in my life that happened was I had a significant other that could not understand that I was passionate about my work. 
because she was not passionate about her work. Work was how she paid her bills, and that's it. Like, I don't care what I do as long as it makes me this amount of money. Her passions were her hobbies, which I'm not saying that in a relationship that can't be a positive thing. But for me, it was a red flag because she couldn't understand why I was so passionate about what I did. And then therefore, it should have been a red flag of, I don't get how you can spend so much time doing this. I think this is not going to work. Because she couldn't comp- like comprehend it. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's, as athletic trainers, we get into this profession very often because we do think about others first. We think about our athletes. We think about our patients. We we sacrifice so many things that it's okay for us very often. There's, you know, comes a comes a point, right? But at the same time, when you when you're with somebody that can't understand that, to me that's a little red flag. Yeah, I think that's the big one. They don't need to do it, but they have to understand that it's it's possible, right? Um I mean, I think the other thing is <clears throat> dating as an AT challenging because you're surrounded by the same people for an extreme amount of time. There you go. And in certain situations, maybe they're not, um, there can be jealousy issues. Yeah. I had a relationship fail because I had a, I had a, legitimately I had a, a relationship fail because my significant, or the, my girlfriend at the time thought I was cheating on her with one of my athletes. Sure. Which I wasn't. Yeah. But I spent a lot of time with my athletes, like working with my athletes. And it's your job. And then at the time, texting and like trying to find out things. And it did it, did I cross a, a, a border in terms of like, should I have put my phone down when I got home and not answered every text from athletes? Probably. And building relationships is important to your job, but. Maybe it's not as important in your work-life balance. Yeah. Like, if I would have texted an athlete less, would I still have had that relationship? Maybe. <clears throat> but in the, in the grand scheme of things, I can't be with someone that doesn't trust me. Yeah. So, I mean, we're in situations where you're working. I mean, maybe you're at the high school level or the middle school level. It's not bad. Maybe you're working in a college setting and you're a young professional working with people who are only three years younger than you. That's dangerous. In terms of dating. And, you know, maybe it's not the athletes. Maybe it's the coaches and the coaching staff. Is that, I mean, there's a whole dilemma there. Actually, Dylan. um, You know, dating a coach. Is that okay as an athletic trainer? Should you? Should you date another athletic trainer? You know, is that, should you date, if you're an athletic trainer and you have an athletic trained student, should you date an athletic trained student? Do you want to know the answer? Yeah, I want to know the answer. It depends. It depends. I mean, we had... We had a one of our mentors mm-hmm. married one of the athletic training students or dated one of the athletic mm-hmm. training students mm-hmm. on the side after they were done, you sure. know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's, there's, there's no right answer to that. I mean, there's inappropriate at, I mean, there are right answers in the, is this an inappropriate, but then there's, you can't do blanket statements. Um, before I forget. I was going to say 
Dylan mate, our Dylan here on live. Well, number one on Twitter at a l a m Dylan, a lamb Dylan, alam Dylan. I don't know. Um, brought that same point up, you know, inappropriate relationships or somebody thinks they're inappropriate because you spend so much time with them is is a red flag. It, it just is. Now, whether or not you can calm that red flag down, who knows? Our Dylan here online also brought up hard for some people to understand how much you devote to your profession versus how much you devote to a relationship, mm-hmm. right? A very fine line that we all probably have to walk. And I think there's no right answer there. But at the same time, you know, I, I live the rule of in my life and definitely in my relationship that I want my significant other to be as happy as a clam and as happy as can be. And I think understanding what makes her happy and whether that's playing volleyball three nights a week, even though it sacrifices some time together makes me like a better partner. Right. And so a red flag could be if my partner is not understanding that I enjoy doing what I do. I know it's hard. I know I'm going to complain about it. I know it sucks, but I like what I do Mm -hmm. is a very valuable thing in a relationship. Dylan said, as long as everyone is a consulting adult and there are no work inappropriateness, you can't control love. And I kind of agree with that. I agree. I totally agree. Can you separate? It's always tough. You just have to, yeah, do your job. Do your job. Yeah. Like you would treat everyone else. What do you think? What do you think a red flag, like if somebody was dating an athletic trainer, what would be the red flag for them? Is, am I asking that the right way? Not necessarily as an athletic trainer dating somebody else that's not an athletic trainer. What if I'm the other person and I'm in a relationship? Open wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Rashes. Dirty, dirty fingernails. <laughs> I don't know. Re- refusal. No, you know what refusal it is? Refusal to wear the pro- appropriate protection. Too much, too much fucking khaki in your wardrobe. Oh, there we go. Am I going to date this person and all they do is wear Seriously. khakis and fucking polos? Well, that's a good one. Okay, red flag if you date an athletic trainer, they constantly wear khakis and polos outside of work. Or they just come straight from work to your date in their... Damn, that's actually not a bad question. <laughs> Is it okay? Well, if we can understand what the red flags of us are, we can appropriately address them when we're in a relationship. Should we get, should that be part two? Dating advice 101 from Kevin. Part two. We'll do that again. We'll do it. That'd be a good one. I I honestly, I think the khakis and the polo, if that's all they wear every day. Sneakers. if, If you're dating an athletic trainer and they don't refuse to wear traditional khaki color khakis and a polo out to dinner. We got some talk. We, we need to talk. Fanny bags. We need to talk. Ice bags. Yeah. If you, okay. If you're dating an athletic trainer and they're wearing a fanny pack, cause now it's apparently cool to wear a fanny pack again. We got to talk. 
Oh, so much fun. We got to do another show about dating because I don't think we really even scratched the surface here. Dating coming from two married guys. Well, no, this is bullshit because we were both single guys at some point while we were working. And I. I'm just saying this show would have been way more. If we got, if we got, if we got into the candid conversation about you and your significant other and me and my stuff, there's, there's another hour long topic there. Do you think they would finally listen to the podcast? No, I don't give a shit if they do or don't, but I'm just saying, I think we haven't even scratched how candid you and I could be about this topic, about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And maybe we'll have to save that for another time and we'll come back into it because I know there's more levels. Like, it's just the way it is. Love it. So we'll, we'll circle back to it. Well, that was fun. Dating. Athletic training, not always fun. There's going to be more. But uh, we're going to have be. to do a ramped up version. Now I really want to just go for it. Fuck, fuck, the, fuck them all. Chad's not going to sleep tonight. He is just all jazzed up on Mountain Dew and ginger ale. Uh, thank you for listening to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. I'm Kevin. He's Chad. CandidAthleticTraining.com. Um, yep, memberships are changing a little bit. Exciting things. We promise it's all going the right direction. Um, we will work with everybody. We're going to make this the right, the right thing. We're, we love you all. Thanks for your dedication. Thank you to Healthy Roster for being the official sponsor of the Athletic Training Podcast. Um, we couldn't do this without you, just like our members. Thank you to Smart Tools. Thank you for Human Kinetics for allowing us to also give out ah, CEUs. And I think we want to give you guys as much as possible, not just us. So go over to CandidAthleticTraining.com, get yourself a membership. Go over to at Candid underscore ATC on all social media platforms. Leave us your ideas for the show. Leave us your fat ideas. Leave us your friend or foes. Would you rathers, all of them. We will talk about them. Um, we're candid, and we will do it. So thank you for listening, and bye-bye. Bye.